Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you Nebraska Baseball. Catch our live coverage as the Huskers meet the Indiana Hoosiers on the Diamond at Hawks Field at Haymarket Park in Lincoln. Watch Friday, May 10th at 6 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. Welcome back to Hurt Out Sports Radio. I'm Ravi Lula. Andrew Rogers here with me. We are live on AM590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities, Twitter, YouTube, all of the places that you like to be on the internet, at least in the morning. Um, <laughs> we're also brought to you by our friends at Rockbrook Camera. Rockbrook Camera, not just trying to sell you a camera, trying to help you become the best photographer you can be, whatever that means for your life whether you're a professional or just trying to share your friends and family with the the memories that you have Mm -hmm. there. They've got uh, classes that you can get to learn your new equipment or you can upgrade, trade in your old equipment, or you can check out their extensive rental program, rockbrookcamera.com. They're at 168th and Center in Omaha or 70th and Pioneer in Lincoln. All right, continuing on with our Herd at Sports AMA. Hey, Ravi, when is it okay to cry about a sporting event outcome? Would you say always, never, or exclusive? But if you say exclusive, I need the example. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say exclusive, and I'm going to say there's a few times, right? So it's not always. If you're crying about, like, a normal, regular season game, like, you need to probably go to therapy, like (laughs) – which is okay. So like that Chargers fan? Yeah, like, like, like that's a lot, man. Like that's a lot to to just cry at a regular regular season game. Like maybe you got some other things going on. Like I would talk to somebody about. that. I guess that. she may not have been crying because she was planted, right? Yeah, just a plant, not mm-hmm. real. Um, but if your season ends, whether that's playoffs, regular season, I think it's okay to cry when your season ends. That's a big investment. It's a okay. long time. It's okay to cry when your season ends. So, so you think as a fan, yeah. you can cry? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you can cry when something really, really good happens. Mm-hmm. Um, so tears of joy, you can, you could cry. Like if Creighton or Nebraska ever won a national title, like I'd probably cry. Like I'd have a couple tears of joy, I think. Um, so like when McDermott got the, his record or whatever. Yeah. So I was retired. At, I was at that senior or, night. You know, like graduated. I did, I got choked up a little bit. 
at that at the senior night when when McDermott scored three thousand points and right. they they said bye to, and like low key this is kind of funny so I love Doug McDermott but like Ethan Rogge was my favorite player on that team like I named my dog after him and so like I was as upset about Ethan Rogge as I was about Doug McDermott even though like they weren't even in the stratosphere of the sure. type of player. Um, so like, but those were almost tears, tears of joy too, because it was like, man, I just experienced this awesome thing for four years and it's over. But I'm like really happy that I went through it. Um, so if you like something good happens, you win a championship, senior night, things like that, I think it's okay to cry. Uh, if your season ends, whether playoffs, whatever, um, those are the ones that come to the top of my head. Like even I, I don't know if there was, like if Steph Curry had like a career-ending injury, I might cry. Like I love Steph Curry. Um, so I think there's still a few instances. So uh, let me narrow it down even more then, because I feel like exclusive was the easy answer. What if it was only always or never? Then I'd go always. I'm not. I'm not gonna be like, oh, you can't cry about sports. Like sports matter a ton to people, and they matter a ton to me. So I'm never How can gonna. Can you not be romantic about baseball? Exactly. Like that's a. Uh, you know, it's. It's a sports are emotional. I mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with people well, and crying you can't, about sports. You can't forget about like when somebody passes away, like Kobe or whatever. Yeah. Oh God, yeah, I bawled. That was rough. I bawled when Kobe yeah. died. Now, okay, tell me this. Last time you cried mm-hmm. about sports, mm-hmm. <sighs> probably when Kobe died. Um, I know that's kind of a different about like an outcome of a game. Mm-hmm. It's been longer than that, but. Um, I definitely cried when Kobe died. I'm trying to think outcome of a game if last time I got tears. Last time I cried over an outcome was mm-hmm. when Cody Parkey double-doinked. Oh, yeah, that's tough. That was miserable as a yeah. Raiders fan um, because I saw it coming because yeah. he doinked all year. So this actually might have been uh, – so I think this was briefly – or this was a couple months after Kobe died in 2020 when Creighton clinched the Big East regular season title um, against Seton Hall in 2020. Like, I got choked up a little bit. Like, that was a huge moment for, like, growing up, watching what Creighton was, and, like, you've got these, you know, they, they played in the Civic Auditorium when I first started watching them. That place doesn't even exist anymore because it was a dump. Um, like, seeing the... But some of those games were legit. Oh, the, the crowds were crazy. Oh, like, this gosh. is not an indictment. Either that in, that in and UNO hockey, I mean, both, both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I used UNO to thrive there. I used to go watch Omaha Beef games at the Civic Auditorium. Like I went to, I went to see Omaha Racers games at the Civic Auditorium back when the uh, oh, what was that league called? The CBA. You probably saw concerts there. I mean, it was yeah, like it was a, but it was. I mean, it's a dump. It was this like venue from the '60s or whenever, and like they were not making great venues back <laughs> then. And so, um, but no, when Creighton. When Creighton like clinched a, uh, the Big East title, I was I got I was, I was pretty choked up. Like that was a big deal. Okay. Um, here's one for here's one for me. What is your most proud moment of athletic achievement in your life? Most proud. Like, what's the most proud you've ever been as, like, as a, an athlete? As an athlete, yeah. Good question. I could either take this. The hysterical way? Let's do both. <laughs> okay, or the serious way. <laughs> Let's do both. We'll start with the hysterical. Yeah. Homecoming week in high school. Okay. Okay. I was a part of the all-star dodgeball game. Okay. Which you can probably kind of make out when there's limited numbers. Sure. The athletes of the school are normally the ones that yeah. are playing in that game. And it was the juniors against the seniors, and junior, senior, was I a junior? I was a junior. Uh, 
and you couldn't get back in. Mm-hmm. It was you're out, you're out. Whether you caught a ball, nobody could come back in because yeah. they had to get people through the lunch period. Sure, yeah, Because yeah. sometimes dodgeball games with, like, 10 v. 10 can take a long time. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I kind of blinked, and it was, like, 8 v. 2. And I'm a part of the two. Not great. Okay? Not ideal. I blink again. It's down to me. Mm-hmm. There's, like, seven, six, seven guys on the other side, and I'm solo on, mm-hmm. on my side. So I just kept rolling the balls back, and I'm like, the only way I'm going to win is if I catch. Yeah. Like, that's the only way I can come back. And we had this chant. We did the gladiator chant at our school. Kill, kill, kill. (laughs) Everybody's screaming that uh, as I'm, you know, standing there awaiting my feet, right? Well, you know, one throw after another, catch, roll them back, catch, roll them back. So now it's down to, like, 4v1, and the kill chants are, like, starting to, like, Simmer down, die down a little bit. bit. Kind of like what's happening. They're here? like, guys, what are we doing? Well, then the football quarterback mm-hmm. who threw rockets. Yeah, abs- I'm like, he's the one I have to worry about because he's going to be the most accurate. Yeah, out of anybody over there, he's the one I have to worry yeah, it's about. It's going to be the hardest to catch because it's coming at you quick, dude. I caught that ball, and when he got out, <laughs> the kill chance stopped. <laughs> and so then it got down to three v one, then two v one, then one v one. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, now I guess I can throw. And I threw a ball that should have been caught, and he dropped it. And, dude, it was fantastic. The juniors rushed the floor. It was crazy. I felt like a king for, like, three minutes. Uh, that was, like, wow, off, off like, a real, like, competitive, competitive stage. Yeah. That was it for me. Oh, sure. Now, if it was, like, on. I also think people underestimate how good that feels, even in, like, a. Like, oh, yeah, in a rec setting. Yeah, just in a totally recreational setting. Mm-hmm. Like, that feels incredible. Um, the furthest we ever made it in soccer was state quarterfinals. Okay. Um, and I would say that was the best for me. Sure. Um, I wish there was a baseball moment. Like, because, you know, you, you make diving catches or sure. throw, up, throw yeah, yeah. guys out at the plate, whatever. But, like, going the distance, like, get in somewhere mm-hmm. was, like, the feeling of just moving on mm-hmm. is the best type of feeling. Yeah, So sure. uh, I'd, I'd probably go with that. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, for me, and honestly, it's really not in like a team sport setting or anything because my athletic career was, was not remarkable after a certain age, you know. Um, like I was, I was a pretty good baseball player when I was younger, but never to the point where it mattered. Um, but it, honestly, so it was when I, when I finally benched 405, like that was like a lifetime, lifetime Oh, that's goal. cool. Like that was – and it was right before I had to quit lifting. Um, like it was like less than six months before I had to quit lifting for health reasons and or quit powerlifting at least and so like that was something i'd literally strived for almost like since i was in high school basically like that i'd been working for it for like 15 years basically at that point um and so that was an incredibly cool moment for me to just to finally like eclipse that and then that was kind of my last like major moment in powerlifting was was benching 405 so that that one i'm i'm still proud of like that that was a because just it, it was the work put into it right like the the accumulation of like all these years of of just finally paying off, right? Like that was enormously satisfying for me. Nice. I see those moments. They're, oh, they're so, great. There's just so many great moments in sports, and that's it's why it's never about like just the moment, right? And, and man, that's why I can't wait to be a dad. Yeah. Like and have those moments for my kids. Yeah. Like I know that you're not like no. ever gonna be that person. Like maybe you're gonna put your dog in like you know the kennel. <laughs> Kennel, whatever. My dogs whatever. are. AK- is it the AKC? Is that what they call it? Like <laughs> yeah. the American Kennel Club? Yeah. Um, but uh, for me, like, I just can't wait for those. Yeah. Th- my 
my offspring to have those moments. Sure, yeah. Like that, that'll, be, that'll be great. One more thing before we go to yeah. break. Do you believe in the Aaron Rodgers comeback story? Ooh. Um, it depends on what you mean by believe in it. Like, do I think he's going to play this year? Yes. No. No, I don't. I, I, Shane beat you to it. You know, he got me. He got me on that bow drop. I just – I think he could be remarkably – effective in his rehab and his comeback and stuff like that and there's a there's just a huge gap between being able to walk feeling good enough to like throw on a field and being prepared to play NFL quarterback at a well, high level and if he comes back it's got to be close to playoff time right yeah so it it almost seems like tensions are higher guys are hitting harder it yeah. could be even worse yeah, for you're him putting if yourself you in a bad spot even if you like are borderline it just seems like a bad mm-hmm. idea but you got the best doctors you got the most money you do you got, that you is got, true you got a full team that's you know a billion billionaire team if he comes back. doctors and money though don't fix your injury. Yes. Like they, they may they they help may, with rehab. They may progress the, like the rehab portion, yes. but your body is the only thing that Which can handle an injury like that. Maybe he's in the a, recovery period. Maybe he's there. a freak, but that's a long recovery, especially for a guy his age. So that's AMA. Coming up next, we're gonna do our Husker superlatives here on Herd Sports Radio. We 